she's alive. Alive! We're talking anyway, we might as well be talking into this. Okay. We're free balling at this week, Amy. We got absolutely no plan going in, Speak and just like <laughs> just like us free balling it, we got a correction. So this is our subject that we got to correct first. We got a correction. We uh-huh. were wrong. Wikipedia <laughs> led us astray. Now we've learned for the first time ever. I've been told. I mean, yeah. Sorry, I let you finish. No, I've been told by teachers for years it was it was a bad source. Mm-hmm. You couldn't use it, and I always was like, it's never led me astray ever, ever, ever. It's always giving me the right information. It's just not giving me information. It's just nothing been there. It has been there about the person. And it said that Ron Jeremy was in nine movies. We predicted beforehand about a thousand or so. It was two thousand, according to Vice TV's. Uh, what was it sex before the internet documentary yeah. you see i'm wondering though is it something like because they made a point in that documentary they were like yeah but they didn't show his face a lot so i'm wondering is it a oh, thing Amy, that you I, I've, I've looked face? up i've looked up a proper um his actual filmography on adultfilmdatabase.com oh, there's a lot it's alphabetical it just keeps going i'm still in the a's and b's where did you see this on wikipedia C's, named the hedgehog yeah, so we watched the documentary. It was just coincidence again that this week we happened to see that uh, Sex Before the Internet was doing a piece on the rise and fall of Ron Jeremy. And we watched it and got taught that Ron Jeremy did not just star in nine video- movies. He starred in about 2000 and would pretty much star in anything for $250. Yep. That he was afraid to say no to anybody, according to his business manager and former best friend. I think it was fine. Felt like former yeah. best friend. They never really stip- said it straight out if they fell out or not. But he wasn't exactly speaking highly of Ron. Like, just uh, curious. Yeah. How far into the Wikipedia page did you read? There was only one small page there. Why did you find something different? Yeah, Ron Jeremy. A whole uh, Wikipedia page devoted to Ron, Jer- Ron Jeremy. And there's a, there's a paragraph there. Jeremy's listed in the Guinness World, World Book of Records for the most appearances in adult films. His entry on the Internet to Adult Film Database lists more than 2,000 films, which he's performed, yep. an additional 285 <laughs> films, which he directed. By way of comparison, John Holmes, the next highest-ranked male star on AVN Top 50 porn stars, has 384. That's so he's miles ahead. Like. Yeah. What they say, like, they said it in that documentary he would pretty much say yes to anything and not just from these kind of movies but cameos appearances in strip clubs he was a terrible comedian and um, yeah I love that that thing about him being the hedgehog as well because when he came out of the bath or the shower or something all his hair was sticking up all his body hair and stuff like that so he looked like a hedgehog Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um, (laughs) Guinness World no I will say his his lawyer's defence was the same defence as I gave last week when I said, uh, how could you... Because like, I was wondering how he could be in this many adult movies mm. and still find time to get in trouble for having sex he shouldn't be having. And that's pretty much what his lawyer came out and said. He was like, this is a man that slept with 4,000 women in his life. I don't think he needs to go raping. And I would agree. He does not need to, but for but some he reason he did. <laughs> but, and again, in the one that your one that had the rape story on that episode, she had it rough, man. She was on the dark side of Playboy mm-hmm. as well. And she had some stories about Hugh Hefner as well with her. Yeah. So she has not had it easy in that no. industry. No. But uh, they were kind of just saying it's, uh, it's in, the internet now has kind of saved them. 
in, in the sense of that they, they can, can be their own out. bosses they can and rather be their own bosses or they can speak <laughs> out excuse every me. episode excuse me are you allergic to that microphone or something no huh? I don't know <laughs> so yeah know. unfortunately 4,000 women were actually he was in Ron the Boondock Saints. Yep. Why was he in the Boondock Saints? I don't know. But we were watching like that, that documentary the last day and it kind of showed him in it. Mm. And they, they kind of pointed out what I pointed out last week. It was all bit parts, small parts. Poultry Geist. Yeah. yeah, do you know? I've always said I wanted to watch Poultry Geist. It's no, Trump, I didn't maybe. know he was in Poultry Geist. I have no, no problem watching Poultry Geist. Yeah, that's, that that's one of the trouble ones on Tales the list. Tales from the Crapper. Oh, fuck's sake. Love Boat, Triple X <laughs> parody. Uh, what else do we have here? Oh, cool. My Mad Maxine. <laughs> Tales from the Crapper is a 2004 American straight-to-video anthology film that was a spoof of the Tales from the Crypts comic. Mr. Horsepower. <laughs> What's that? Oh, God. And they show, um, if, you, if you scroll over the name, it'll show you uh, the cover. Nasty Pants. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this one must be a horror. Never sleep alone. No. No. That's a porno too. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway. Oh, hi, now she's second. Gorgeous Tiny Chicken Machine Show is an internet comedy talk show parody starring a Japanese car. Oh, okay. What does that have to do with anything? Uh, Ron Jeremy appeared on that. I just saw the name and I thought it was interesting. What's it called? Gorgeous Tiny Chicken Machine Show. <laughs> oh, is it from Japan or something? I don't know if it, if it is actually Japanese or if the main character is just playing a Japanese person. I can't tell from the description. Um, it is made by... Presented by Mediocre Films, created by Kim Evie and Greg Benson. That's an independent kind of thing, is it? I would pretty good assume so. Is it on TV? I don't know. It says there's Sony episodes. Sony? Yeah. Could be on the streaming service. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's not very interesting. Anyway, in the sense of us talking about oh, what yeah, channel it's on. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I suppose little updates. Little update. We have a little true crime update that we were talking about last. Was it last week we were talking about the Trilly Cartel? Yes. Or was that the week before? It was last week, yeah. yeah. And uh, they've been back up in court and denied bail again for, n- yeah. for now. Yeah, they reckon they, they do have, they, there's no book of evidence yet. So apparently my brother was saying they have something like 10 days or something like that, or something like that, or two weeks or something like that to uh, sort that out. Otherwise they get released. But then there's more charges pending. So as soon as they get released, they'll be arrested on those charges and put right back in. I didn't know I thought that once you got refused bail that was it until your date obviously not they can't keep you there indefinitely so if you know if you don't have the evidence in line they're going to have to it's kind of very similar to the Ron Jeremy situation they couldn't toast Jeremy in a state hospital so he after a certain amount of time he was given the permission to go to a private facility of his choice no, I will say as well, we start, uh, he's still a rotten shit of a man, but we slagged off the fact that he was probably using it as a defense to, to, to get off. And then they showed him at the end of that documentary, that man ain't using it as a defense. He shook. He is like, his hair and all is white, white, like Santa Claus white. And he looked battered. Apparently he's bedridden though. Well, it's not like he doesn't serve up. Oh, no, no. Just saying. <laughs> he had plenty of, what's the, what's the, what's that one of those deadly sins? That's sloth. Gluttony. Lust. Gluttony and lust. I mean, not that I believe in the deadly sins, but I mean, when it comes to someone living a a gluttonous kind of lifestyle, they pretty much say that was him. him. Like, that all he did was eat and have sex. 
in some most of the time at the same time. I remember that woman that was going on about like being in a scene with him and it was and yeah, he, he was, was stepping in for somebody. Yeah. And he was on lunch, so he was doing all the job and they were yeah. filming from the waist down and he was eating a hot dog. Why this was all going on. That is disgusting. I would be no, sorry. And it just doesn't they, they, they were just saying it's like that, that's why he was able to work in that industry. It was downstairs was uh just able to work without even thinking. He was just on the job all the time, no problem. Yeah. Anyway, back to Trillian. Okay. Yeah, anyway, they're, they're up, uh, I think they're up again, maybe in two weeks' time in court. And I suppose at that stage, we'll find out if they get out or not. But, um, yeah, it's going crazy around here. Then there's that guy. From in Castamane. Yeah, he, had, he was a part of the gun club, wasn't it? And uh-huh. he, an old, an elderly man, and he had a fairly big gun collection. Now, for Americans, that's not a big deal. That's something that's normal. Over but this here, dude, he had automatics at all. He had some um, gun used by Devin Air dating from 1897. He had an underground cement bunker, like, like protected all these things. I can't find anywhere why the guy shot him. I know he met up with the guy who was at the cellar gun. Oh, I didn't know that. I think it might have been a gun sale that they met up for, but See, your man shot him. See, the guy sale came in and found him. This guy, the guy that found him, didn't 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 know who he was. He he went to the house or but the guy was arrested. Anyway. Oh yeah, he's like a sixty-something-year-old arrested. Yeah. So in the last month, we have had two men arrested and charged with, with three murders. We have had two men who have been charged with being involved with the Mexican cartel. That's still <laughs> mind blowing. And this is a tiny, tiny little town, a tiny speck. <laughs> That's like the fucking summer door here in this fucking village. There was like three sus- yeah. suspicious deaths. I think one of them pretty much. Oh, one was. was I just don't want to talk yeah, about the other one because uh, it's not my age. Or it's a small village. It's a small community. Mm, you don't want to be talking. No. Like that is best forgotten. But yeah. it was just, you know, so much. Especially when you come to a small village like this, thinking of it being safe and protected. Mm, and then there was like three crazy deaths in the space of a fucking month or two and I was like holy fuck <laughs> you know well yeah same's going on in Chile the one was just going yeah. crazy and that's just our local true crime news I can't think of any big fucking there's a guy in Germany that uh, his Jack Russell's in trouble for biting his penis off oh god go on tell us about it well they're not sure exactly if it was the Jack Russell but they're fairly sure that this is the most logical explanation at the moment why is he dead no, but because of his, he's in, he's an induced coma, and in he's in an induced coma. Whew, at the news. Yeah, so <laughs> somebody hired him morning and then kind of growing, and he walked into the house, and he's there with with Joe, obviously no penis, and uh, they call the cops or whatever, and they said he'd either been attacked, but there's no sign of him being attacked. Could have been a sex act. Where he was doing something dirty in the bottom dog. The only thing I can think of is with the, with the rope tied around. How 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 do you do that? How do you get get rid of your penis like, with a sex act? Like, do you know what I mean? Well, see, or, I mean, she did the, the thing you see in uh, movies, or the or the joke about putting the peanut butter on their balls and stuff like that. Oh, and the dog was just, just yeah. Just licks it off. Uh, Maybe the dog yeah. thought, oh, there's a sausage in there's peanut, peanut butter. Ah. <laughs> Bye-bye. Okay. Yeah. And then about 10 years ago, there was a guy in Austria and he was out running and uh, I think it was an Alsatian attacked him and they had to work with him for like eight hours, but they managed to save it, but they never found the owner and the dog. They managed to save his... Penis as well. But they never found the owner and the dog that attacked him, but he was out running and the station just was like... Chomp. <laughs> oh, fucking yep. hell. 
Yeah. But anyway, I yeah, I can't wait to see if it was actually the dog that did it. Because it's a Jack Russell, like. They, so they have, he's claiming, oh no, they, they they're just, know. it's a theory they're playing with. Yeah, they, what Can I heard today tests? was that this theory is the most logical explanation that the police reckon is what happens but they're waiting for the guy to like you know get a bit better so that they can take him out of a coma to be like is this what happened were they able to find his I penis don't know. and stick back on would they oh. not be able to tell by the way well, it's they cut said off? That, yeah the way that was worded was it said that it looks like it had been bitten, bitten off yeah so obviously I don't know if they, if they had his penis but what his body down there looks like it had been bitten off wrapping it right back around maybe he did it himself apparently Ron Jeremy could bite off his penis he could he had the potential to if he wanted uh, that that's what made him famous as well the fact that he could just bend on over and take care of himself that's so weird that's well, he's, that's he's pretty big all, like he's a pretty big man Oh, yeah, but in more than one yeah. way. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're kicking with me. That's how you get past that. <laughs> oh. oh, nasty. Mm-hmm. I feel all dirty now. Mm-hmm. Speaking of people who make me feel dirty in a bad way, not a good way. <laughs> I see Amy's face right now looking at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> we ended up back uh, going to part three with Jeffrey Dahmer. Yes. Which kind of put a bit of a fuck up on everything because I try and uh, match our real monsters as closely to the main show topic as possible. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, like, you know, it, it's nice to tie them in together. If you're going to do true crime, especially if you're going to do true crime <laughs> because true crime, like we said before, I've been done to dead everywhere. It's everyone's doing true crime. So, and that's not a bad thing. I love true yeah, crime. Sure. I fucking listen to everybody's version of every story. But there's no point in us kind of just doing Saturn. a willy nilly kind of yeah. true crime show because it's being done. So it's nice to tie it in with something that's going on so we can talk about <laughs> why we, you know, the certain psychological things you might be thinking or, or the way they're acting or their motivation and stuff like that and link it to the main show yeah. and that character's motivation for that week. <laughs> so Jeff has kind of fucked up my uh, my weekly planner because obviously then I, I was planning to go aliens this week but I'm not doing aliens unless real monsters can be Roswell directly afterwards so when I couldn't do Roswell next week I came to you and I was like ah fuck it we can't do that so I'm going to do something different so at the start of the week Amy's had a rough week with me when it comes to this subject we're not going to tell him what the actual subject is I'll just go to the edge of it but it started off with we're, we're doing um, we're doing an alien story and then a couple of days there, it was like, we're doing two alien stories. Mm-hmm. Then a couple of days there, it was like, I'm not doing an alien story anymore. We're taking all the fairy tales, the Disney fairy tales. We're going to find the dark versions of them. We're going to tell that story. And we kind of started that. And I was like, oh, I'm just not feeling this. And I was watching a documentary. And I'm telling you, it's not, this isn't the person we're covering this week. Because this is why it's so kind of obscure and out there. Mm-hmm. Is I was watching a documentary about Hellraiser. So I'm watching and they're talking about Pinhead and I saw something in the background when Tom Savini was talking and that clicked off something in my mind and I was like, well, if I could talk about that and I can link it to this and then I can link it to that and then I can bring it over here and then we can do that. And the story started coming to my head. So it was like, Amy's sitting here on Monday. It's like, we're doing aliens. Amy's sitting here on Tuesday. We're doing two aliens. Amy's sitting here on Wednesday. We're doing fairy tales. We're Amy's sitting here on Thursday. It's like, we're doing it. And she's, after I told her what we're doing, she's like, how the fuck are we doing that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I managed it. Everything burning around us. <laughs> so yeah, so that landed us with Jeffrey Dahmer Part Three. So this time, what we finished last week? Where did we leave him last week? 
It was after he, he had, had he had drills to few the heads. But this was after he had killed the fourteen year old. The fourteen year old yeah. with the two police officers yeah. coming to his room, his building, and his room, and seeing everything, and still believing him, and leaving that poor fourteen year old boy there to be murdered by Dharma. Yep. Yep. So that's where we were at last week. This week, obviously, we're, we're going to wrap it up. We can't go any further with this. So we are going to tear into his last few crimes, his eventual capture, and the court case that followed. And where is Jadamer now? <laughs> Jadamer. Huh? Jadamer. Jadamer. Ninja Dammer. That would be a good one. No, that, that would oh, be a good one. That's the sequel to my uh, my Dinner with Dammer uh, movie. Ninja Dammer. Yeah. No, that's the third one. When we go off the rails and we get slapstick and we can't think of anything good to do, so we I do a screen three on it. And it's like What was the other one I was talking about last last week? Was it dinner with Dammer? Mm. Oh no, it was uh, Dammer. It was Dammer and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, that was my yeah. other idea. So you have a trilogy right there: dinner with Dammer, Dammer and the Chocolate Factory, and Ninja Dammer. And then when we finally, when when Ninja Dammer is over, we go completely off the rails. Completely, completely off the rails. It's Dammer in space. I am open to the Chocolate Factory one. I just don't think that Dammer was enough of an extrovert to be running well, that Chocolate to be the Factory. They need to be no, no. Somebody running that in a horror show kind of sense would need to be a bit kind of like off Johnny the Depp walls, again. kind of crazy. <laughs> I would believe that Johnny Depp as Willy Wonka would kill me. Yeah, I, I find right. him extremely creepy in a good way. But then way, again, I kind of I, I don't know why. I think it's because it was so similar color wise. Did Tim Burton do Char- Charlie and the Chocolate Factory as well? I as think so. Wonderland? Because they, they, I see him as the Mad Hatter and Willy Wonka almost as interchangeable. Yes. They seem very, very similar to me. But you know what always struck me about his Willy Wonka was the smile. The smile was very kind of like it was near, not too far off, kind of like the, the same kind of shape as the Joker, kind of like uh, it was. It was very. Well, I would say that like his version, Alice in Wonderland, his version of Willy Wonka is is a bit more off-putting or a bit more unsettling. I mean, like, Gene Wilder is, is trying to chocolate factory. You never felt unsettled no. once in that movie. But when you're watching the, the remake. Johnny Depp just set, makes you feel like there's something wrong with him. him. Yeah, yeah. Hang on, no, I just want to make sure it was Tim Burton that made Wonka. Was it Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or was it Willy Wonka's Char- Chocolate Factory? Uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, I'm pretty sure was the Wonka. Oh, Wonka. No, that's the new one. Yeah, so it's Willy Wonka. Oh, yeah, it's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. What? Yeah, that's the so Johnny Depp one. First one is, first one is Willy Wonka and the Charge. Uh, oh, we hey, know. the first one was Charlie yeah. the Chocolate Factory. No. 1971, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. The book was called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh. That's where you're getting confused. Then there was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory in 2005. Then there was Tom and Jerry, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory in 2017. Okay. Followed by Wonka, which came out last December. That's with Timothy Chamele. Chalamet. 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 Um, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was directed by Tim Burton. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Sure was. Okay. You can tell though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could all. I was yeah. even going to say like you know it's almost like the modern version of what Beetlejuice or not Beetlejuice but yeah Beetlejuice I suppose for you I didn't really watch Beetlejuice time but uh, Edward Scissorhands would have been you know that same kind of feel that kind oh, of yeah. a nice movie but with that weird twist like dark undertone. Yeah. And as much as people don't like it, I like all Planet of the Apes movies, but 
I liked his version of Planet of the I think that was my intro- introduction to Planet of the Apes. Proper. I oh, had, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Had, Same as, yeah. I had kind of seen bits and pieces of the original on TV mm. growing up. Mm. And I had watched the TV show oh, yeah, on RT1 yeah, on Saturday, Saturday evenings. Yeah. Uh, I'd watched that a few times and I liked that. So I loved, I loved watching that. Not so much the A-Team, but I loved uh, Dukes, Dukes of Hazzard, Hazard, Zorro, yeah, all those. VIP, the, ones, the, uh, the maybe during the summer, I think it was on. What was that? VIP, the Pamela Anderson one. Oh, my mom wouldn't let me watch that. I wasn't allowed either, but I used to sneak a few minutes. I wouldn't allow to watch anything with Pamela Anderson in it. That's because she can't pay boobies. Oh, yeah, she did. <laughs> uh, yeah, VIP was a no-no, which confused the shit out of me because it was on the middle of the day. I'm like, it can't be bad. I mean, yeah. it, it can't. They wouldn't put it on at this hour. Like, just to have to fucking wrestle. Yeah. I mean. But having said that, I wasn't allowed to watch, yeah, Baywatch was a no-no. Well, no, I watched Baywatch. I never got into Baywatch. I didn't really have, have to make that. My friends watched it. So For some like, reason, Xena was an ono. Xena, yeah. Xena yep. got, got away Zena. with as well, even though I reckon she was... She, she would, I wouldn't let my daughter... Cause the Positive role model. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A woman kicking everyone's yeah, ass. Exactly. Yeah, right, yeah. I was allowed to watch Hercules that was on afterwards, inexplicably. I'm not 100% sure about that because I don't think I had any interest in Hercules. Oh, no, I did because I'm you didn't. Have, well, same reason you had interest in Hercules, I had interest in Xena, right? How the fuck do we get from Dammer to Hercules? <laughs> but yeah, so Dammer Part 3 this week. <laughs> kids can't get enough of that blood guts and gore then head on over to our patreon where for just five bucks a month you'll get exclusive access to our true crime show real monsters and horrific history tales from playing with bones with amy rose along with early access to our minisodes and ad free access to everything else all this and loads more horror-tastic extras from the horrorverse so what are you waiting for permission go nick your parents card today and subscribe now at patreon.com forward slash it's alive alive pod remember that's it's alive alive podcast the really really fake true crime horror podcast it's alive alive all the guts and gore with none of the guilt and what are you doing with playing with bones that was a fun episode last week did you I, enjoy it yeah i did I, had fun with it. I mean even when i was editing it this week you saw me laughing at the same parts i was laughing at when we were uh, yeah. recording and i think that's the first time since we started recording the podcast that there was a good 30 seconds of the show of just us laughing our asses off in the background <laughs> <laughs> so we're something really stupid it was because I said poosed <laughs> and she's gone <laughs> but it was the way you said it and then when you said thick thing knick river or, wasn't it it was a river <gasps> oh knick knick we're not getting into this again <laughs> it took us long enough to get through it last time knick knick that's what it was yeah, yeah anyway uh, this week I'm going to do bog bodies Oh, because we, I have always been fascinated by them absolutely fucking fascinated well, by we them. saw them during mm. the summer and they're it's scary that was my third time seeing them I'm an awful fucker for them I, I every time I'm in Dublin I want to go see them like see, it's easy to look at them because you can kind of disassociate because they do kind of have a model look about them you wouldn't believe what you're looking 
looking at. But I mean, it's like their hair is still intact. That's it. Like. The detail in their hands is still. It's the fingernails that gets me. That's when you know you're looking at a real body. Is when you see the fingernails, the level of preservation. I like, with the, the wrinkles in the hands. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For the knuckles and everything, that, yeah, it was yeah. just it was it was crazy. Like I mean, mm. you could see and being able to see. Literally inside oh, one yeah. of them. I mean, one of them was one caught right down is, the middle. Yeah, you could like look right up it. Pete harvested a machine, cut him down in the middle, but um, his his internal organs are pretty much perfectly preserved. Like they were able to tell what he had for like. So they they, they did a test and they were able to tell. I'll go into it in more detail. But they were able to tell what his diet was like four months pr- prior to his death, and then what it was like eight months prior to that. Like that's how 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 well his his um. How long does poo stay in your body? It's not poo. They they, they do an analysis of like so, okay, so when of you the eat, vitamins and stuff that's in basically his body like yeah, so they they, they studied his, exactly. So it was protein keratin. So they study your hair and they study the nails and they're able to make a timeline of like what your diet. So they're not like. specifically say he ate this for the last week. They're, no, they're saying no. he ate a high protein. Um, diet or he had a high fiber diet they could tell these kind of things yeah like. generally the higher protein levels the more plant based the diet you have basically but no you get most of your protein from meat I know yeah but it's all got to do with the food chain even though if you ask I mean a lot of wrestlers now have switched to uh, uh, meatless diets mm. where they're, they're essentially vegans mm. but they, because of the availability now of the kind of fake meat mm. But uh, they're all saying like they're poor because that was always the big fear with wrestlers and bodybuilders mm. about going vegan was the protein side of it. Yeah, yeah. How do you make up the protein? Like, you know? Mm. And, um, and no, they can't. Apparently, apparently it's not an issue. I don't mm. know. I like meat, but I don't like thinking about where it comes from, to be honest with you. I'd starve if I gave up meat. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I do. I do like yeah. meat, but I, I do try not to think about where. I, I, I've told you, like, I have like certain lines on certain stuff I won't eat, but to the most part, I just have to not think. Oh yeah, I love kebabs, but if I think about it, I'm not finishing that. Mm. I saw a documentary about how uh, they were made. The the the. Oh, the you also hear them talk about how the hot dog is made. You wouldn't uh, know like sausage. And that and is stuff. where I don't I like when they pop in my mouth. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> so the, hot, bot- the hot dogs do though. Huh? Have that pop thing when you bite into them. It's like watery. Oh, I know what you're oh, talking I about. I hate it. Absolutely fucking hate it. But yeah, no, the bog bodies. So yeah, I'd be doing them. And I, I'm kind of a few Norwegian, Scandinavian ones as well. Yeah. It'd be cool. Yeah. So this is a worldwide kind of. Oh thing. yeah, it's it's a wor- worldwide, mostly in uh, northern and western Europe, but anywhere where there's um, a peace peat bog, basically, because um, the the soil conditions like there's very little oxygen in them, but there's also natural tannins in them, so they're chemicals that are uh, that. Tan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, all of them are brown as Oh, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. So, so they're preserved. Like a bronze kind of look almost about them, like, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But uh, cool. Can't wait to do I'm that. I'm looking forward to that. Get into that. Yeah. And we had uh, our first complaints this week, didn't we? On YouTube. This woman listened to. I don't know if she's a woman. Sorry. I don't know. Sorry. I'm, I'm assuming. <laughs> okay. This listener. Um, hi said just in case you are listening I'd just like to point out that we are a podcast <laughs> that, uh, the she accused us of being a podcast <laughs> not, not accused they were very nice I thanked her for her feedback but basically when we put stuff up to Acast 
it 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 automatically gets pulled over to YouTube the way we have it set up, and we are working on getting videos for YouTube. But we were supposed to be doing it today, but well, I, what we might do this week because mm. I need to test the equipment is we're recording your mini shows tomorrow, mine Monday, so we might give the cameras a test. I'm not promising people to see mm. video this week. Well, we'll definitely take it for a test drive yeah. this week so, and see how it looks. We have taken the feedback on board, but I, when you say that we may as well be a podcast because we've got no video, I would just like to point out we are most definitely a podcast. <laughs> the video is just extra. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're definitely going to go, go into video, but it's going to be it's going to be a trial and error kind of thing. Mm, mm. We'll see how we go. And you've kind of said that you're going to take control of that YouTube page and clean it up a little bit as well and make it a bit... I have tried. So, not in a bad way I just have to go go and see yeah playlists I just we'll get there sorry <laughs> we're figuring it out you have uh, I was only saying every time I think I have the, the stuff figured out they change it around on me the bastards oh yeah they're going changing now the, the, the Google Pods and uh, YouTube in so, April oh next month yeah. I just got into a nice rhythm with the social medias knowing how to go from one to the other to the other to the other which one had to go first which mm. one went next all this where everything was but it got to the point where my fingers were just working on autopilot yeah the next thing TikTok decided to move where the tag the person is so I'm trying to tag you and now I gotta go into a menu to find tag and then fucking click on your words before it was just there it was right there once I fucking was done typing next thing I keep was tag so my profile is still well, according to TikTok I must not exist anymore I have tried logging in with every version that I could possibly you can try and get onto their fucking uh, helpline but but, uh, they, they 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 yep you basically answer a few questions, end up at a kind of open a ticket kind of thing. You send them the message and you never ever hear back from them. That's it. You, you get an email telling you that the ticket's been open, but it could take them weeks to get to you because they have such a backlog. But I'm telling you now, the first complaint I put in there was about six months ago and I still haven't heard back from that one. So don't hold your breath. Mm. They don't give a fuck because they're super popular right now. I'm not sure I'm worried about TikTok. Oh, Neither no, I'll get back on that. I'll get back on that. Well, I'm not either. I mean, I, I, I post there first because it's easiest. Mm. It's fine. And I'll keep posting our stuff there because fucking yeah. I'm posting it everywhere else. Might but as I'm well. not really too pushed about it. It doesn't really... It doesn't seem to bring in... For the amount of views the videos get, it doesn't seem to convert much into listeners. Mm. Whereas Instagram, every time we get a new follower, you'll see our listenership start to go up and uh, more followers start to come over, more fucking... So I I kind of spend most of my time in Instagram, if people want to talk to us. Yeah. Interact, or I'd kind of be on our Facebook group that's got up to about 2,000 members now. And I post there every day. Anything I post on Instagram usually goes in the Facebook group as well, and that's easy to have a dog. And you usually throw up a few uh polls there, and yep. we put up extra pictures and a little talking over there. But we're all up to chat, we're always on the computer tipping away here. You can give us some suggestions. Of what you'd like to hear, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always open to suggestions. And I think eventually on Patreon, we will like once there's a big enough following there, we'll start doing some uh, Q and A's over there, and people can because uh, I, I don't mind like once we've the script started, and I know for sure I'm doing it that week. I'll talk to people about what well, we can kind of let them in on what subjects are being done over there. We'll keep it secret here until it gets up on Patreon. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this week, and that was the thing about it, right? Because I know it may have seemed crazy because I didn't really explain myself all week with what I with my thought process on moving from one set of movies to the next set I of movies to the next set of movies. You. 
But see, that's the thing about it. Sometimes I can take... Like, Boggy Creek, I'm telling you now, was a tough watch. It was a bit boring. All three of them put together. It was the same kind of shit back to back. And it wasn't very interesting. The acting wasn't very good. It was your typical Bigfoot shit. But I enjoyed the shit out of doing the episode. I enjoy, I had fun with that so episode. Did I, yeah, Sometimes I like those that. bad movies leave it open enough for me to have fun with, and that's great. Mm. And that's fine. And sometimes what seems like a bad idea to start, I'll, I'll get a spark of inspiration and I'll take off it and it'll be fun. But then there's sometimes, like in this case, where I just saw something in the background of yeah. another video that clicked in my head and suddenly the story like instantly put itself together in my brain and I was like excited. And I instantly went from having an easy week this week and a week off next week to having to do a two-parter and I was like, oh, shit. But I didn't mind because I was excited about what I was going to write. It was like when I was doing the Sawyer stuff. Yeah. The, the latter Texas Chainsaw stuff. I was sitting here and I was happy as a pig and shit writing everything down. You know, I'm getting sure you saw me with that one. That was the heavily, the most heavily researched one I did because there were so many timelines to work with. Yeah. That I literally had like year for year on a sheet of paper what happened on to who was born when, who died when, how they died, where they were at this point when this happened so that I'd know everything. Yeah. The, the, and everything was going to be perfect and I got that kind of feeling but this week doesn't have to be perfect it's still it, it, this is our first time hitting on conspiracy theory and I think that's going to be fun because it means I, we can be as wild as we want and it's a wild subject and it allows us to, to, to be crazy and that's why I'm looking forward to it because I have put a bit of sense to it I have put a bit of a narrative to it Yeah. but at the same time it's such an off the wall subject that even if we were doing real true crime and we were covering a real conspiracy topic, you're still going to have fun with a conspiracy topic. Oh, definitely. You're still going to take the piss out of it. So we, we can have fun this week. We don't have to take... I mean, Maniac was a serious subject. It was hard. That made me... That was the first time I had written a script and went quiet on you, you afterwards. Yeah, when I was finished, I just didn't want to talk afterwards. I was like, I'm drained. I'm fucked. Mm. I'm done for the day. You know, I yeah. just shut the fuck down and I wouldn't. I mean, that's my kind of reaction to when I'm done with something. When I'm tired and I, I don't want to talk anymore, I will. I'll just, that's the first thing to go is I'll stop talking. Mm. Hard to believe for a man yep. that sits in front of the microphone just yapping on. But that's the first thing to be shut down. It's like, I, I'm not talking anymore. And once I was done with that script, I was like, I was happy to have that script done. I knew I was going to have fun recording it. But at the same time, it was like, because his story was so open and so generically serial killer. Mm -hmm. It was like, I I was watching that movie and it was like, I have heard this story so many times before from following true crime, from being a true crime fan, from reading all those stories and following them. I had heard the story a million times so I could fill in the gaps. Yeah. This was an easy one to fill the gaps in on. But because it was filling in gaps with real serial killer stories, like you pointed out afterwards when I was finished, it was like, it's pretty much fucking Kemper. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, the the part I had written in, the start, the the, the relationship with his mother, the, 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 the yeah, why he was killing all that. Yeah. And you were like, that's Kemper. And I was like, oh, shit, it is, yeah. And I, I obviously kind of dug deep into that into my head to put the story together. Yeah. And by the time I was done, I was it's a nasty movie. It's a good movie. I enjoy the movie, but it's a nasty fucking movie. I love the remake. Huh? I do too, but I, I, I like the ending. I prefer the ending of the first one. Yeah, well, mainly we again see. because of the Tom Savini gore. The, yeah, but the remake was so artsy that it was okay to go with that ending. Oh, but it was cool. I liked yeah. that kind of thing that when they pulled all the skin back, it was a, a man. 
Maniacing and, mm. Mm. and obviously again because you're playing off of the original Maniac mm. it's that's his manic mind mm. picturing that and that's not what's really going on and he's oh, just really, yeah. because the cops come in afterwards and he is he's just huddled oh, up yeah. dead on the floor yeah. like, you know? yeah. and it was the same in uh, the 80s Maniac they come in, they think that he's dead, and then they walk out, and he his eyes open, so and then the music goes, yeah. and it's like, ah, <laughs> that's it. But there is a lot of like similarities between the two as well. They're exactly the same, uh, it's just updated. Yeah. They're oh, very, 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 very I mean, similar. The dialogue. The things I noticed that when we watched the Maniac through, when you were writing, and you were, there was like bits and pieces, and uh, for a lot of like uh, some of like the kills or the think about kills in the remake, there is. Do you remember I was saying that's like the third Ave Maria version of the Ave Maria that they're after playing? But then in in the main in the in the original in his bedroom, beside his um beside his bed is a big picture of. Um, Virgin Mary yeah and I thought that was why they maybe played it paid me the picture of his mother always stuck out to me well I reckon the cigarettes that, like, sticking yeah, out of her mouth yeah. and looking and all stern and thing for the Virgin Mary and that was you know oh, like, yeah, yeah kind of getting that into it as well purity like, and all that. well that's yeah. a lot of series because mm-hmm. the Green River Killer guy Ridgeway mm-hmm. same shit yeah he felt like he, no he was still sleeping with the hookers but he felt it was uh, you know he was he was religious so he was doing God's job by mm. taking these Heathens out of the world. Yeah. After he had had sex with them. Yeah. And done the sin with them. <laughs> Men, I'm telling you. They're all, it's all <laughs> hypocritical, <laughs> though. I mean, yeah. do you know, that, that's about as hypocritical as the Austra- Austrian dark haired man telling everyone they should be blonde in German. <laughs> do you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's one thing I will say. And I, I don't feel this is controversial comments anymore. Because when we first covered this, it was kind. Of, we, it was controversial because we didn't understand what was going on, right? Uh, and that's that whole Palestinian Israel stuff, right? Uh, we didn't really understand what was going on there because we paid no attention to it. Then we read that little bit about it, and we read it on air, and we kind of learned on air about what was actually going on there. And since then, I have been paying attention. Did you hear that shit today about the seven hundred fucking people, innocent today. people, they shot down? No. At a fucking, they were there at an aid shelter. What, Palestinians? Yeah. That were fucking they were at an aid shelter parts. there for food and health and help. And these were just innocent people and they shot down like 700 of them. Just came in and over fire. Killed them. Dead. So, yeah, I would say uh, I've learned enough now. And I would say... That is really wrong. Yup. Pretty fucking wrong, all right. <laughs> it's pretty fucking shitty. And you know what's really kind of opened my eyes to it even more? Because of the timing, we've been watching Band of Brothers again. Mm-hmm. And you're what, we were watching that, and I, I, I mean, that's an intense fucking show. It is, yeah. Especially when you think, especially that Baston episode, where mm-hmm. the trees are just fucking blowing up oh, around them. Oh, I've seen them splintering. And they're just roaring. Okay. The, the soldiers are just down on the ground screaming. Like, and I remember saying she was like, that's the only way it could be. That's, a, that's the only Try way I could describe it. Is, yeah. It's just in the fetal position, hand over my head, and just roaring as loud as I can to try and drown out the fucking sound of what's going on around yeah. me, which yeah. is impossible. But then you think of like that, and you see, to us, that's TV shows, and it's interesting to watch and all that, but we're never going to have to deal with that in real life. And then you realize, and to us, that's the only place it happens, is in like movies and TV shows, and we have fun with movies and gore and death and fucking all that shit, but then you realize the fucking shit's really actually happening to other people, mm. not that far away from us, mm. and it, that shit's just happening. It's just everyday fucking life, yeah. and it's... Yeah. 
absolutely mental that it's still going on. Even after, you'd think they'd learn from fucking World War Two. <laughs> Clearly not. Well, no, because they went straight into the Cold War. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> and have been ever since. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah. If they're not fighting, if they're not like fucking, if Russia and America aren't staring daggers at each other, fucking, it's because they're both off waging war somewhere else. The only time that they are fucking not fighting is when they're fucking staring at each other. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, it's yeah. just back and forth, like, you know? Ridiculous. It's absolutely fucking crazy. And that was like, and I even pointed that out. And I know this could fucking, if we have American listeners, this could lose us American listeners. But you talk about like fucking the genocide in fucking World War Two happened on two sides, though. The Americans just learned how to do it quicker and fucking more efficiently and in fucking one go. They wiped out an entire city well, well, in yeah. one fucking split second. And not everyone down there was fucking soldiers, you know? No. And then after they'd done that and showed they had that power, they went away and did it again just for fucking, why not? <laughs> to know? show them that they definitely had that power. Um, oh, you think we used our last one? How is that... Uh, it's a slightly more humane way of fucking doing what the fucking Nazis did. Here is my enemy. I am going to kill him. I'm going to destroy all of them all in one go. Do you know? Yeah. Now, obviously, the Americans were just like, or right, we're going to show you we can do this so you just behave yourselves. <laughs> Whereas the Nazis were just going to keep doing it to everybody until everybody was German and blonde haired. And Hitler was maybe his goal was it's to be the only dark haired man in though. the Pokemon. But that was his thing. Blonde hair, blue eyes, perfect Aryan child. I think both are recessive genes, so like eventually like you're gonna get like you know, like brown hair, brown eye, like you know, like as in well, tell the Austrian man who is screaming we should all be German. <laughs> Doesn't work like that. Was it in Heroes <laughs> they went back in time to kill Hitler? It was it, well, we've seen this in a few things. Doctor Who Creature. did it. Nope. He didn't no, pre- yeah, no, no, no. Hitler's just in hell and gets out yeah. of hell. In preacher, it was Doctor Who. It was Doctor Who. It was back in the time of uh, Hitler. No, 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 no. What's her? Was it Emily Pond? Was it or did you want to play his fucking Guardians of the oh, Galaxy? Yeah, Nebula. Yeah, Amy Pond. It was back when she was the the fucking partner, the assistant, or whatever, the, 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 what do they call them? Companion. Companion. That's it. Back when she was Did a companion. Did you see it in Heroes I'm, as well? I've never seen Heroes. Not so. Heroes. Uh, skins? Not Skins. <gasps> the, the one Misfits. Misfits. Um, I don't know. I okay. can't remember. Probably. It's, I assume it's been done a few times. The only one I heroes, specifically... Though. Heroes was an American TV show about heroes. Actually, last podcast, Henry Zabrowski was in Heroes Reborn before it got canceled after a season never seen that either this is no good I don't know I've never seen them they seem like that kind of American show that I don't like that kind of really cheesy kind of I don't know like that mutant one we tried to watch the ones that are too they they look like they're too cleanly produced like they want to be a movie but they didn't have the budget (laughs) do you know Okay. Yeah, I get you. But it's too clean for me. I don't know. Like I said to you, it's kind of like the best way for me to explain it would be it's like Prison Break, that kind of production quality. I like Prison Break though, but I hate that production quality. I hate that look about. I hate that cheesiness about certain American TV shows. Like I could never watch Twenty Four. I could never watch Homeland. Never never watch Twenty Four. Any of Homeland. They're just not. Not my stuff. No. No. Do we have anything else? So we're going to try videos with our mini souls this week. Maybe they'll see them. Maybe they won't. And outside that, 
we got Damaram Tuesday we got Playing With Bones coming out on Tuesday they're all coming out on Patreon that's on Monday you get all our mini souls on Patreon mm-hmm. so they come out early and if it's ready early enough you get early access to the main show otherwise you get ad free access to yep. the main show you get ad free access to this because this is done literally the hour before it's posted so there is no way of getting early access to this we want to keep it as up to date and mm-hmm. mm, on time as exactly. possible um yeah, I think it's about it, though, is that? I don't think we have anything else this week. Yeah, no, I think we made our main points. Point any horror news this week? I can't remember. Beetlejuice, I think, got its uh, release date. Oh. Yeah, it's in September, I want to say. I don't know. I didn't look anything up about it, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck it. We'll do more research for next week. We'll be fine. Come back Wednesday, though, because there is great. It's, it's the start of a good two-parter. Oh yeah! Now, all I'll say is it's a subject that I've said on this show in the past it's that we couldn't do. It's a subject that's close to your heart, though. And it was a subject that I said only a couple of months ago on this show that we couldn't do, and then kind of had second thoughts while on the show, going, "Well, maybe." Yeah, so this has been brewing in know, my head. You said no, we can't do it, and I said okay. This has been brewing yeah. in my head. You're the one on the show to point it out. We couldn't do it. But I also suggested <laughs> it. And then you repointed out that we couldn't do it. And then as we as I pointed it out, I kind of started to build a story right in front of you. I was like, well, we could do it this way, I suppose. And I mean, conspiracy, little hint, biochemical warfare. Maybe. Usually when you end your sentences with the, oh, I suppose. But it sounds like, oh, he's not feeling this idea. No, no. It just means I got to think for a few minutes and watch it out. Oh. <laughs> a lot of times it's just putting the story together once I like I said that to you last day I haven't even got the script started yet I, I'm not worried about that because once I had the kind of mind map in front of me and I could see every step of the way I know every part of it after that I don't have to worry about writing that'll be done in a day that's easy now that's not the hard part coming up with the words in between it's just the structure mm. where are we going to go with this how am I going to make this make sense because yeah. let's face it it's horror and not everything makes sense in horror and if we're trying to make a true crime version of the story you're watching in a movie we got to try and make sense out of stuff that sometimes can't Doesn't be made sense, sense of so sometimes we got to take some creative liberties sometimes we just got to tie in bits and bobs and then at the same time we're saying all oh, these films live in one big universe a horrorverse, which is why this week we don't just. I will. It's another little hint. We don't just cover one franchise. We don't just cover two franchises. We cover all the franchises. <laughs> we covered at least three, with a cameo from a fourth. So yeah, okay. come back Wednesday to find out what it is, or just check us out on Instagram on Tuesday when I am posting all our Patreon promo stuff, and you will see yes. what our subject is this week. Mm-hmm. Until then, bye bye. If you like that, then listen to our main show every Wednesday on all good podcast providers. It's Alive Alive, the really, really fake true crime horror podcast. All the guts and gore, none of the guilt. See you on Wednesdays. <laughs>